Hello and welcome to this new edition of the Fuji podcast. Today we're going to talk about Fuji itself, the website for friends of OpenGDK. Welcome to the Fuji podcast, all your news about OpenJDK. In this episode, we want to give you a look behind the curtains of Fuji.io. The very first post on the website dates from April 2015, 2020, and it was by Geert-Jan Willinghau. Let's look back and what has happened on Fuji during the two and a half years since that first post and talk to some of the people behind the project. Hi, I'm Geert-Jan. I'm one of the initiators of the Fuji project and I work at Azul. Hi, uh, my name is Bolu Rahman. I work as a senior software engineer at Contrast Security. I'm a German conference speaker and a writer of Fuji. That's about me. Hi, my name is uh, Roy Wasser. I've been involved, uh, well, in the Java space for quite a while, 15 to 20 years, depending on how you count, and uh, been involved in many Java communities, Java user group, uh, also CodeMotion, and uh, since a while, I think uh, for over a year, also involved in uh, Fuji through my company, Open Value and Advisory Board, and I'm also part of the certification uh, committee uh, at Fuji. And I'm Frank Porter. I've been doing Java development for almost 15 years now. I write on Fuji about Java on the Raspberry Pi and some experiments in that topic. And just before the summer, I joined Azul as a technical writer. Let's start with the basics. Uh, Geert-Jan, can you describe what Fuji is all about? Um, up until the point where we started this project, uh, April 2020, for many years, there hadn't been a central vendor-neutral place for the Java community. What's happened um, since Oracle took over Sun is that very clearly there's been a lot of innovation and growth and multiple releases, you know, four different releases of Java per year. And also there's been a growth of vendors. So now you can get Java from not just Oracle, but also Red Hat or Azul or Bellsoft or Amazon and about 10 other places. So on the one hand, that's great that there's been so much innovation and so much growth and, and so much um, new releases and new vendors and so much activity. On the other hand, it makes things quite confusing. And so Azul thought in uh, 2020, let's put together a website together with other organizations who have this uh, similar need for, for a coherent place and also um, as a service to the Java community um, and to new users. Um, in the Java world. And so um, I joined Azul specifically um, to work on this project. And that's that's how it started. And we've brought together a number of different organizations who have a similar interest in helping the Java community. And it's been a great process. And one of the main goals of Fuji is to provide content around Java. Uh, there's at least one or even two articles per day being published. Who are all these contributors? Yes, that's interesting because we started with the idea of let's provide clear lists of who the different vendors are of Java because there isn't one. It isn't Oracle. It's Red Hat, Amazon, Bellsoft, uh, Azul, etc., etc. And also we thought um, let's provide clear lists of fixes because there are four releases per year. Um, but who knows what is in those four releases? Aside from the major release where you get, you know, the LTS release where you get a, a clear discussions and so on around that and release notes and things, you don't really know what's going on in the other releases. So that's what we started with. But then we realized, hey, okay, so we have this, um, this starting point, um, but that would basically mean that once a quarter we would have new information on Fuji. Um, you know, we need 
more content than that on, on a more regular cadence. And we also need um, to bring people on board. And just as Java.net uh, back in the day had a uh, blogging uh, portion um, on its site, we want to provide that um, possibility to the Java community as well. And so um, we have via Slack um, set up the possibility for people to interact with each other and to bring forth ideas and also to publish um, their content um, on Fuji. So every Monday morning we put up a schedule and we discuss that together and whether we agree or disagree based on what's in draft. Um, it's all on WordPress. Um, and then uh, we, we publish that content. And we never knew really how much um, content we would want to publish. And you, don't, you don't want to flood the um, humble Java developer who has many things to do in their life with you know dozens of articles per day. But instead, probably you want to read one or two well thought about and well curated articles. And that's what we've been doing for the last two years on the, on the blogging side, bringing together um, one or two articles per day um, from multiple different people, from people like like Raid Seng from Google or Matt Rabel from Okta, such as yourself. Um, a lot of content about Raspberry Pi and JavaFX comes from you. Basler has amazing content around uh, Java performance and Java threading and very long series about concurrency. So anyone who has ideas or content, whether it's existed a long time or whether it's completely new, they can bring it together and just publish it on Fuji. And it's very low threshold, very easy to get involved and get started with us. And also we can refer now to a few of the articles which are actually available on Fuji. One is about the Slack channel. So you're saying there's a lot of discussion ongoing on Slack. It's not only about the publishing part that happens on Slack. There's also more information being shared there. Yes. In principle, anyone can join in, anyone doing anything with Java. And if you have questions about Java, maybe you've been going to Stack Overflow or you've been going to all kinds of other places. But what about having a Slack channel where you can ask your questions and, and answer people's questions and interact with each other as a community? Um, that's really what the Fuji Slack is about. And it's open to anybody to join in. Um, so it's, it's, the idea is really to collaborate and to bring content together and to bring people together um, around um, the common platform, which is the OpenJDK, in a completely vendor-neutral way. So it, it's 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 completely open to anyone to participate in um, together. It's not promoting any particular company more than any other particular company. It's it's completely aimed at the Java community having a place um, to bring its content together and to have a community platform around the OpenJDK. And we also have an article that we can add to the show notes is how you can uh, submit content uh, to Fuji. Uh, Baslur, you're having content on on Fuji yourself, but you're also a reviewer. What is your goal to participate in, in Fuji? I see multiple benefits joining over here in Fuji. Uh, first and foremost, uh, you know, like Gujan mentioned, it's, it's a community, right? It provides an excellent opportunity to make friends. And that's what I found. I have, uh, I, since I, you know, began to contribute over here, I met some wonderful peoples and they became my friends and when you have friends uh you know you can share your ideas pretty easily compared to uh, you know other people right you can ask help pretty easily so that's what i have been greatly benefited from this fuji community and secondly um you know it's just not about making friends 
it's also you know be part of a professional network right networks has uh, numerous advantages uh, i suppose we all know about it right you can ac- gain access to opportunities you can build or and raise your professional um, you know profiles you can build your personal brands and so on i mean the benefits are enormous and i have all uh, you know achieved through this community so who's definitely, you know, succeeded in that. And I was asked this question when I joined here by one of the members. Um, so why you joined over here? I said pretty much the same answer. I want to make some friends. And I did. So, yeah. And apart from all of these, uh, the other thing is we are constantly learning things through books, through our experiences. And many random thoughts are, you know, sort of racing through our heads, but not all of them are, you know, in a concrete, right? But we know something concrete for sure when we're able to express them in words, perhaps in writing, right? Uh, so that's in fact proves our understanding whether we are clear or not. When you are you are a master of a certain ideas or topics, when you can teach others, and you want you can teach others by many forms, creating videos, writings, and everyone has happens to have different way or medium to teach others. So personally, I like writing. So that's why, uh, you know, I always come up with the ideas of writing. I can give you a concrete example. For example, you know, I was confident that I had a good understanding of Java concurrency. Uh, However, it wasn't (laughs) until I started writing about it, right? So I realized that I have a wide area of uh, things that I don't know or I have, you know, lackings. So then uh, I, you know, go back and study those things again. So I realized those things from writing. So in another way, this method is, uh, you know, if you start writing, it will help you to determine whether you are unclear on a particular topic or you are, uh, if or not. So yeah, these are all these benefits I found joining in this, uh, you know, Poje. I mean, I personally benefited a lot from it. So I'll definitely continue to contribute as much as I can and make continue making friends like you all. <laughs> I can fully agree. I, I've done the same. I was writing about Java and Raspberry Pi, which is a very specific topic. It were all things I was learning myself. And then by change, uh, exchanging the same content as on my own blog, but also on Fuji, indeed, you can have a, a wider audience and, and people have, you get more feedback. Is this really a good explanation? And, I wrote these articles because I was learning myself and then exchanging that information with Fuji is indeed a, a great opportunity. And I think also Buzzler is a very interesting uh, use case here because um, Buzzler is now working at Contra Security. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Buzzler, but it's because you were involved in Fuji, or at least partly because of that, that you met Eric Koslo, who at the time was working at Contra Security. And through that interaction between yourselves, you managed to get a you know a, a placement a job at uh, at in that organization. In the meantime, he's joined Azul, but <laughs> but, but um, it's really a place where you can interact with people and you discover that there are um, jobs available in different places. And um, because of your interactions and because of the kind of content you provide, people kind of learn what your interests are and they can figure out for themselves whether that fits into the into the places that they have opened in their organizations. Yes, that's correct. It's, by the way, the same way I, I ended up with Azul as being a writer. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a, it's a kind of a job board. It's, it's kind of people um, interacting with each other and learning about what their skills are and what their interests are. And then 
discovering, hey, we have this and this position in our organization. Hey, and I know somebody on Fuji who has the skills that we need here. And um, that's really interesting. There was never the a big idea behind it. You know, we've been talking about a job board for a long time, but on the one hand, I think a lot of most developers probably find jobs through the network or through LinkedIn and et cetera, et cetera. But, um, and so maybe we don't really need a formal job board, but what Fuji is, is an, is an informal job board, um, because you discover what, what people can do through, through your interactions. And then you can fill in the, the gaps you have in your organization based on that. So that's indeed true. I know that uh, when we want to get a job, the number one criteria is the person who are willing to give you a job is whether he trusts you or not. I mean, you, we all have technical expertise, but trust is the first things that you know that is required to you know hire you someone. So if uh, if I know someone and I'm confident about his uh, his work, his um, his skills, then I'm pretty much willing to give him. Uh, the opportunity, right? Compared to someone who has excellent opportunity, excellent skill, but I don't know him personally, or I never seen his work. So that's itself proof, proof that. Uh, so uh, I think uh, in that regard, Fuse is definitely a great place. Uh, you know, you can showcase your work, you can build a professional network, also your friends, and your friends will definitely recommend you if there is an opportunity, you know, in, in their radar. Roy, there are several people uh, of open value writing also uh, on Fuji. Are these somewhere involved in finding yeah. new jobs or was they, were they already working for open value? Well, I, I think I heard the first time about Fuji about uh, about two years ago. And if I understand correctly, it has been around since 2020. Is that correct, Gideon? Uh, so I was yes. actually uh, in the early days. Um, I was still active at the Dutch Java user group and um, well, we were always uh, looking at, at the Dutch Java use group. How can we maybe organize cool events, do things together with, with others, uh, ha have nice meetups for um, for our members of the JUG? And um, well, we, we found uh, Fuji to be a really interesting initiative, uh, like a, a global community uh, where you can easily meet uh, meet other people who are active in the community. And uh, also at, at, at Open Value, uh, we're a relatively small company, and one of our core values is knowledge sharing. So we do a lot of uh, conference talks, uh, we have our own blog, we do a lot of meetups, uh, trainings, etc. So um, also from from that angle, I thought it's really interesting to get in, get, to get involved uh, with uh, with Fuji, just uh, to meet people. Like uh, Bas Luger also said, uh, you get a feeling about who, who knows a lot about certain subjects. It's really easy to reach out to uh, to people. I uh, shared that with my colleagues and I said, well, uh, uh, th there's a great opportunity to also share our content maybe on, on Fuji. And I asked uh, Geert Jan, uh, are there possibilities? Well, for sure. Um, and uh, I think uh, especially uh, uh, my colleague that was uh, in, in the former podcast, uh, Miro, uh, he has written quite a few uh, blog posts uh, already. I know that one is coming up also um, right now or maybe it's already live um yeah and uh it's uh it's nice if you're passionate about something if you're really, then it's really nice of course to to, sh to share that with others who are also interested in that in that subject and uh Fuji is just a great place for that so i think that's the reason why uh well a few of us are contributing and i think also um what's what's interesting is that normally when you when there is a site where articles about java or whatever technology are published it's it's not a site run by the people who publish the content themselves. And this is what is really quite unique here. I mean, 
all these other places are wonderful, uh, server-side, D-Zone, and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. They do have a commercial angle. They do have advertising, and it's all understandable and great. But here there is zero advertising, and everything is done by the people who provide the content. So we all work on it together, and it's, it's quite a different, um, different setup um, to, to the normal places where you would publish content. Mm -hmm. Hitian, um, you mentioned uh, Azul was actually the founding father or mother of uh, Fuji, but now there is this whole advisory board with a lot of companies. Uh, Open Value is also part of that. What is the goal of this advisory board? Well, the advisory board is there to partly to validate the project to say, look, we believe in this project. Simply to say, simply that is a is a valuable thing and. The, the organizations listed on that, on the, on that site, so fuji.io slash board, it's not a, a random person in that company who has made available a logo and a quote. It's really the organization needs to be behind it. Uh, an organization doesn't give a logo and a quote um, just from one person. It's really an organizational commitment. Because if you say that we believe in this project and we validate it, then you're also implicitly saying that you want to contribute to it. You know, you, you want to you, you want to to maintain and sustain it. So you want to be part of the of the project. You want to provide content, and it's also a, a way to get feedback. It, it's it's a way to to check if if we are all going in the right direction together. And because there's a whole range of organizations, and they're all well-known organizations in the Java um, community, like Payara and JFrog and Datastacks and Datadog and OpenValue and more and more are, are joining, um, and Vaden and um, many, um, it, because of that range, you really get a, get a stable combination of organizations that have feelers into each part of the whole Java community. Um, which which makes it a very balanced um, structure to to lean on and to depend on. Is that also why Open Value is part of the advisory board, Roy? Yeah, I, I think Gerjan uh, explained it really well. Uh, why Fuji is really important. Uh, the, the the Java field is constantly changing, um, and I think it's a fantastic challenge to keep up with everything. And it's really important that we do that together as community, not from a certain vendor perspective, but from all the different vendors and, and people contributing to Java together, they determine the course of, uh, of Java. Um, and, and you need some kind of forum for that. And um, I think there wasn't really a global forum where, where you could have these kinds of discussions, where you could have indeed all, all these articles that are being published. But the only reason is to, to basically share the knowledge, spread the word about uh, what's uh, what's going on. Um, so, uh, of course, why is a company then supporting that? Uh, there must also be like a, a business reason, right? And I simply believe uh, if OpenValue wants to have a good reputation, if they, if we want to do projects right at customers, it's really important to keep on top of the latest developments. And what better way to keep on top of the latest developments by sharing uh, knowledge about what you know, because each time that you write an article or that you give a talk or something comparable, you kind of challenge yourself to be, well, really exact in what you tell and that you really understand what you're trying to explain to others. So um, the fact that you challenge yourself as a company by sharing knowledge and that Fuji is a great platform for that, that, that I would say is uh, is the reason. Okay, uh, going back to the daily content that is published uh, on Fuji. Uh, Baslur, there is also a role for a moderator, and you are one of these moderators for the content. What is actually this role that you are doing? 
we don't have to do a lot of work because our writer is pretty good at their uh, writing and their content is pretty much, uh, you know, top notch. So uh, personally, as a moderator, we don't do a lot of work. But what we see basically is we make sure that the content is, you know, pro- properly formatted, the syntax of the code is properly highlighted. And we also, you know, refer related article in, in the bottom of the page and the right of the right of the page. And also we, you know, we add like if there is a paragraph is too long, we probably break a little bit so that it's easier for readers to read it. Also, we decide uh, one thing, which is what are the content we are going to publish this week. Uh, Gujan is the one who uh, does that every week and other the reviewers pretty much you know pick those topic and you know see all those things like formatting syntax highlighting and um you know we provide good seo titles and and finally we publish that in a uh, in, in our twitter channel so these are the roles basically has a, a reviewer but uh, you know pretty much our writers are uh, you know well equipped with uh you know with their uh content and we usually don't do a lot of work we don't do a lot of change so it's yeah mainly the cosmetic changes and keeping everything in line yeah 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 a quick other other point to make um frank from the very beginning one of the ideas behind fuji also because we started this um at, at the start of corona the corona time period where people were not going to conferences and were therefore not able to build up their network so, you know, many people who've been around for a while have a network that they can rely on and, and, and so on and, and know the people in the Java community. But if you are new in the Java community, how do you build up, how do you get people to know that you are there? You know, you, you start a blog on your own somewhere, but no one knows about your blog. Um, you you want to go to a conference, but no one knows who you are. Um, so you need a platform like this. Uh, you know, it's really useful because then you come and you write your content and people and you and you put your content in the same place where Java champions and other people who are very well known put their content. So one example of that is um, Helen Scott from from JetBrains. Now, I believe at the time, um, you know, two years ago when we started the project and she became quite involved, um, you know, I, I hadn't really heard of her. She was quite new at JetBrains. In the meantime, she's been at Mongo. She's back at JetBrains. She's now keynote speaker at the at the unconference in, at the uh, Manchester Jug in a couple of months. I mean, she's really used, or you know, this this platform has enabled her to um, to to become visible in the in the community. So it's it's an opportunity for people to take. Here is a place where you can come and put your content um, and have other people critique it and look at it and and see what you are doing so that when you put your submissions in for conferences and so on, people know who you are. And yeah, although the, there are already uh, over 150 contributors, anyone is uh, welcome to join still. Eh? Always. We will add the link. The more the better. Yeah, indeed. We will add the link to the how to submit your next article on Fuji. Yeah? So uh, Fuji is just a WordPress site. So that means that it's pretty easy to use uh, for everyone to contribute. Um, Fuji is a WordPress site, but it's not just a WordPress site. It's a highly um, extended WordPress site. It's developed by a great team in Ukraine. And um, the, the company is called Yolk. Let me promote them right here. Um, in the middle of the war over there, they're working on Fuji and extending it. So, for example, um, if you want to use um, ASCII doc, if you want to use Markdown, which you can't traditionally in WordPress, 
um, you know, they've added on extensions to the Fuji WordPress to enable you to do that. There's all kinds of features that have been added um, and continually being added. You know, the, the big thing right now is forums. So one thing we are working to add is forums. And again, that's going to be an extension that's being worked on right now in Ukraine. Yeah, we already mentioned now the blog. We already mentioned the Almanac, the events. We have Slack. We have the Twitter. Uh, we have this podcast, which you should know as you are listening. We already had a conference at FOSDEM. Uh, we are also recording this podcast on the very few day of... It's at JConf, half an hour from now. So it doesn't make any sense at the time that we release this. But coincidentally, half an hour from now, uh, Food Day at uh, JConf in Chicago is starting. Um, and there's a great line of speakers. Steve Poole from Sonotype. There are people from Gradle, from Hazelcast. Venkat is doing the keynote. So we really want to bring the community together around this um, this common neutral platform and provide something of use to everybody. Mm -hmm. Which is a great extension of the already a massive list of content we have. Eh? So you mentioned the forum, which is coming. And then uh, there's one uh, fascinating thing, which is uh, ongoing on Slack, I've seen, is the certification program. Yeah, certification. It's really uh, interesting. Top topic, I would say, in uh, well, in, in the software development space, uh, and if you look at uh, Java, uh, traditionally we have Oracle certif certified associate, certified programmer certification, and I think uh, those were actually well set up certification uh, programs. Um, we had books, trainings, uh, well, an exam. I think it was also uh, well not really easy uh, to get become certified um, in in. in associate uh, and, and definitely not a professional. I uh, need to uh, memorize a lot about uh, the Java API and then the order which a program uh, runs. And I think, uh, well, although that's, well, really important uh, um, as a programmer to understand the flow of a program and to understand uh, the Java API, um, being a good programmer is maybe more than just, just that. Um, it's about uh, skills that you embody as a programmer, that you understand how to write a piece of code, how to refactor it, how to test code, et cetera, et cetera. And this is something that you learn by doing. Uh, and it's, of course, a bit harder to test that. You cannot test it with a multiple choice question. Um, it's um, procedural knowledge and not declarative knowledge. Um, if you go back to the school books about the uh, types of knowledge that we uh, that we have. Um, and uh, we had a discussion with a couple of people uh, at, uh, at Fuji. Basically, uh, also with, with a, uh, I think there were quite a lot of Java champions uh, involved at one point uh, in the discussion. What would be a good way to actually test uh, the skills of a developer? And I think almost everybody agreed that while, um, uh, well, the traditional Java certification uh, offers uh, value, um, it doesn't really predict if you're a proficient programmer. Um, so uh, it does help you, but uh, there's more to it. And especially uh, you should be able to uh, well, uh, demonstrate that you have certain skills. I came into touch uh, with um, a Norwegian associate professor um, at the Oslo University. It's really a fun story. Uh, in uh, the beginning of his century, the PhD, uh, it was all around uh, recognizing traits that predict if you're a good programmer. And he eventually created a model uh, after its uh, PhD. Um, and he kept on uh, doing some scientific research and he got a grant and he was able to actually hire some programmers uh, from the market to test this model. And what did this model do? Well, it tests 
uh, well, the proficiency of developers. And uh, a way to actually score that is by uh, the way that he did it. He had a model which had certain traits. And um, by uh, letting different developers do the test and compare the results with each other, he could actually predict uh, how good somebody is at refactoring uh, and mm -hmm. testing, etc. Um, so this uh, was a really nice, uh, nice platform and uh, eventually became a product. And um, I thought, well, this idea, this concept behind this uh, this product um, could be really valuable also for the for the Java community. Um, so if we can maybe come up with ideas about what you should test uh, um, in the skills of a Java developer, and we could also translate that to this model uh, that uh, this uh, a guy at the Oslo University uh, created. Um, we could have some. We could have something really valuable. And it's, of course, you do need a, a platform like Fuji to first create like a consensus about what's actually uh, what it actually means to be a good developer. That's step one. Step two is you, you got to find like a, a committee of people who are willing to discuss, uh, think about. Uh, how you could go one step further, what, what, what aspects should specifically be tested, uh, what, what kind of IDEs should you be able to use, uh, how, and also the practical stuff about the platform, how can any uh, to make sure anybody can use it. But um, yeah, we, we formed that committee with a, with a, with a few people and um, we're actually uh, uh, made quite a few, uh, few steps and we're now working on uh, first prototype. And um, I, I think it uh, looks really promising at that point. This point, um, so there's a lot to it. I think this will probably solve a lot of discussions and Twitter jokes about the questions being asked in a job interview. Of yes. what is, uh, I always say, uh, if I had a, a job interview, I'm not a JIT compiler. I will not able to explain exactly. what exactly is happening. But I have been doing Java development for over ten years. But I think I would fail a lot of theoretical exams. You know, I always thought there's a lot of fun doing these multiple choice questions of certification programs. Um, yeah. But it, but it's mainly that it's fun, right? I mean, there's a reason that we use an IDE and not mm -hmm. a Notepad as an editor. So um, if you want to pass the current uh, Oracle certification professional program, you need to put in probably weeks, if not months, of study, even if you're an experienced developer. And that, I think that says it all, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, you know, you mentioned about a job interview. And there are a lot of uh, different people have a lot of different opinions about how to do a tech interview. Uh, some de experienced developers say, I don't even, don't even want to do a tech interview because I'm an experienced developer. Well, yeah, you can have all sorts of opinions uh, about this. But, the, but ideally, if we would really truly succeed uh, with, the, with this program, um, so the nice thing about uh, um, the Fuji developer program is that it uh, you give uh, developers certain tasks, programming tasks. Um, each task, well, it lasts between 20 to 40 minutes per task. And, well, the way that you uh, complete the task are compared to a database of other people who complete the tasks. And based on um, how you did the task, you, you're compared to them and you get a relative score of your proficiency. Mm -hmm. So uh, you can, uh, in this model, replace the tasks. What does that mean? This, this means if you do like a Fuji developer test in the beginning of your career, maybe you score like a three on a scale from zero to 10. But, but, but as you grow in your proficiency, you can redo the test with different tasks. 
Mm-hmm. Um, because of the way it's set up, it's fair to compare the, 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 the score and the later moment in your career to the earlier one. And you can go from a three to a six without you having any advantage of having the test done before. Mm-hmm. Um, you can even do this during a training course. If you teach somebody like Java Fundamentals uh, or, or, or something similar, um, you can measure at the beginning and at the end of the training. And I think this is something truly unique to this uh, setup because Again, if you uh, have ever done uh, Java um, certified professional um, certification, the best way to prepare is basically <laughs> practice a lot of the exam questions uh, that you can find on the internet, <laughs> because otherwise it will be pretty hard to pass. I'm, I'm I'm quite sure that a lot of people do that, and this this is something that won't work uh, uh, with uh, with the setup that we've chosen. Sounds very interesting and fun. Uh, even trying then to do the exams just for. To, to know your score in the system. Uh, Geert-Jan, are there other ideas? Uh, I think a lot, but what are the plans for the near future? Well, it's quite a lot of small things that need to be tweaked on the uh, Fuji site, and that could be could be better. Um, as I mentioned, there's the forums coming up, um, which will be really great for SEO, so that um, people can find those answers to questions. I think that is one thing that is a problem with Slack, that you know someone can ask a question on the Slack channel, and you get an answer, but no one will be able to find it again. Um, and that's what we want to solve by having a forum. And um, so once that is there, maybe really a job board. Um, I think a job board is good because it would result in people coming and you know it would increase the the, the traffic if if uh, fuji were to be the place where you would go to to find jobs in the java ecosystem and the starting point would be that, that there would be um, job um, ads there from payara and from datastax and from hazelcast and from azure and from open value all the board members would have their job ads there um, that's one area. Another area that I think is interesting is the calendar. So right now there is a calendar on Fuji and you can put your events in there, but it could be much more user friendly. And I'm thinking about something more like Google Calendar. So imagine if there was like a Google Calendar type um, events calendar and very clearly visible and, and very prominent where you could um, just click on a click on a date uh, on the, on that calendar as anybody and um, so without logging in or anything just click on that on that uh, date and put in your event and it would then be in draft and then we would determine whether or not it's nonsense or whether we should actually publish that so really make the calendar be a central place where 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 you, where you would always go to as a place to see what conferences are coming up what are the meetups what are the jugs and that you can do searches and things like that yeah, it's, it's really, uh, I didn't knew you were planning on that as well. And uh, I, I just want to say, uh, you triggered something, some idea. So um, it's really always a challenge to find out uh, about when, which call for papers actually open. Uh, you constantly need, need to refresh different pages. Um, it would be really awesome to also add like uh, call for papers, uh, start and ending dates uh, to that. I think also going beyond that, 
you know, when you go to a conference, if you've been to a conference many times, you've been to a particular city many times, and there are coffee hangouts that you're aware of, and there are museums that you visited. So imagine if you would get tips from from speakers from from previous years to, to the conference you're going to next week about, hey, I went here and I went there, and this was interesting. You know, there's, there's all kinds of interesting um, sharing we can do purely, you know, beyond the event itself, um, tips and tricks and insights about the place. And, and, and voting and all kinds of things we could build around that. And this is really, it, it takes time. It takes time. You know, our development team is in the middle of a war, among other things. <laughs> so, um, you know, um, but but these potentials are there. I mean, anything that, that, we, that we want, we can actually implement. Mm -hmm. To summarize, we have a lot of Fuji content, uh, Java content. Uh, we have all the versions. We have the release notes. We have changes between Java versions. We have command line options, uh, forum is coming and uh, certification is coming. So yeah, it's it's one big community around Java and everything uh, related. Well, actually it's broader, it's it's open JDK. So in principle, it's Kotlin as well, mm -hmm. for example. So it's, it's, it's really beyond that. So the website already contains a lot of content, uh, Java related and everything uh, GVM related, but uh, is this something you can add about the community? The great thing about Fuji is, it's so easy to reach out to well a lot of uh, important people or basically people in the global Java community. Uh, you can ask a question and you probably get an answer really really fast. Um, if you try like LinkedIn or Twitter, people who don't know you, you you probably don't get a response. It's hard to get a response. And each time I try to contact somebody on Fuji. I always got a response. So I think that, that that's maybe for me, one of the greatest things about, uh, about Fuji. One, one very quick thing. I think what is quite unique as well about Fuji is that we want to keep things simple. It's really low threshold. And we know that people are busy and they have jobs and, and they work for companies where they want that content as well. So at, at Fuji, what we want to do is provide a place that extends what you are doing in your organization. So blog posts that you have for your organization are welcome at Fuji as well. And you find that as people read about something else completely unrelated to, to your thing, they read about your thing because it's in this place where everything is together. And getting involved is simple. There's a Slack channel. Um, WordPress in many ways is horrible, but on, in, in other ways, everyone knows how it works. And it's quite simple to use. And in a perfect world, you would have a Java alternative. And someone is welcome to create a Java alternative. And as soon as it's at least as good as WordPress, we'll adopt it. Um, but, you know, it's, it's all low threshold and, and, and simple. We, we don't want to make life difficult. Um, so join in and share your content and become well known in the Java community. It's also really nice that more companies uh, support uh, Fuji. It's a great place uh, um, to learn from each other. And uh, I think uh, um, if your company is also part of the Fuji advisory board, it also gives uh, people potentially would work at you uh, a good idea about how you think about community. So um, definitely encourage uh, everybody uh, to, to join the ranks. Final thing I would like to say is if you want to make good friends, join Fuji. Fuji is friends of OpenJDK and everyone would be your friend. <laughs> There's no better way to end this uh, podcast than with this message. Uh, thank you very much. First of all, uh, the guests of this episode and also you for listening. Keep an eye on Fuji.io for future articles about development and everything related to the Java world. 
Thanks for listening. Give me a foo, give me a J, give me the friends of OpenJDK.